Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, the only show brought to you from my car while I'm driving down the road. And uh, today is no different. I wanted to talk about the, the new movie that I got to see over the weekend, over the holidays. Hope everybody had a good uh, holiday weekend, Thanksgiving, all that good stuff. And uh, still eating leftovers. You know how that goes. But uh, over the weekend, I got to check out the new DC movie, uh, Black Adam. And uh, I enjoyed it. Um, tying back into the Shazam movie, which personally I think is one of the better DC movies that has come out in a very long time. It's like they finally got something right. They didn't take themselves so seriously. So to me, it's the closest thing to what has made Marvel what it is, excluding the last, you know, five or ten movies. But it, it kind of harkens to that era where it's not taken too seriously, the action is great, but there's some humor to it as well. <clears throat> this has that as well. It's obviously a little darker. Um, the strange thing about it, though, is I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of The Rock, I don't really have a problem with him. I just don't go watch a movie because he's in it. Uh, this one works for him very well. Uh, I think he's pretty believable in this role. For what it is. Um, also, I, I didn't really grow up reading the comic either. I, I did follow Shazam a little bit. Basically because of the old TV show. And like I said earlier, I really enjoyed the Shazam movie. If you haven't checked it out, highly recommend it if you like superhero flicks. Who doesn't want to be... I mean, it's the dream of every kid, right? To be able to say a magic word and you just turn into a super superhero, but then you can go back to being a kid anytime you want. I mean, yeah, that's like the dream, right? Which is what the whole TV series is about, except he was more of a... He's that 70s teenager where he looks like he's 24 when he's supposed to be like 15. <laughs> but uh, this movie is set... Uh, I know in the comics later on, Black Adam and Shazam kind of are each other's nemesis. We don't get to that point in this. This is just the origin story, which I thought was done really well. Um, you've got this evil king taking over this area has all of his people he's enslaved everybody in the country to just dig and find this certain kind of mineral material and the whole point of it is he's making this crown which gives him all the power of evil it's very Lord of the Rings like um, instead of a ring it's, it's a crown and one person decides to stand up. And this has a misleading story to it, right? Because the way that it's set up, you're convinced that there's this kid that's one of the slaves. And he's the one that stands up and gets all the people there to stand up as well. And then later on in life... Um, well, actually, they're going to execute the kid. And when they go to execute him, he just disappears. And he's brought before the, 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 the wizards, I guess you would say. The elders. 
that grant all the powers on, on the earth or in the galaxy and they grant him power and uh, so the story is this this boy comes back and gets revenge on this evil king and stops evil from taking over the land and it's his job from there on to protect the world from the evil of this crown that was created that keeps you know hell from being unleashed on the earth so that's kind of your whole backstory and uh, there's some things I'm not going to give away just because you know I want you to check it out uh, the action scenes are really really good uh, this is all done in kind of a middle eastern kind of feel that's kind of where the story takes place and uh, needless to say uh, Black Adam has been away for a long long time several hundred years so he's like a spirit that comes and takes care of stuff and then he's kind of away for a long time and it jumps to modern day and you get this group that are maybe archaeologists who knows but they're trying to find the crown and they do but also this uh, military group is chasing them everybody obviously wants the crown it's very uh, you know Indiana Jones the the arc type deal right where everybody's trying to get their hands on this ultimate power ultimate power and uh, so you get a lot of hoopla here with a lot of chases the 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 lead lady in the movie is very uh, Tomb Raider-ish right when she's running around she's jumping off of cliffs all this kind of stuff which is fine you know again this is a superhero movie I can go for it and she gets her hands on the crown but at the same time the military group kind of captures all of her cohorts and is going to kill them all and the spot where she's standing when she kneels down is a scene that we saw earlier where Black Adam gets his powers in the place that he was standing and she looks down and she can read these words that on the floor when she does it brings Black Adam back up and he protects them and gets rid of all the military guys that's kind of your setup right so from there this entire country knows that Black Adam is back and they've even built a statue in his honor for what he did all those years ago so he is a part of the absolute culture and they feel like he is back and he's going to free them once again because they've been enslaved by let's just say external military forces right so it kind of lays heavy handed on that story as well about uh, other countries not minding their own business keeping their nose in their own business and away from everybody else so kind of kind of pricking at us there a little bit even though they are not American that are the, the military group in here. So, but still, you get the point. Uh, needless to say, he's called Black Adam for a reason. Uh, even though that's not what he's called through the majority of this movie. At the end, they call him that. But, uh, he's kind of like Batman in a way. Except with superpowers. Because he doesn't mind killing people. Matter of fact, that's what he does best. So it's kind of awkward to see this so-called superhero, the protector of the people, who just lays waste 
to everybody. So it kind of ties into why we like Batman so much, right? Besides the fact of him being just a dude who's just full of vengeance and dark and brooding. You kind of get that here. Not as heavy-handed. But yeah, you kind of get the same feels here with, with Black Adam. And like I said, he doesn't even blink an eye. He's just knocking people off left and right. Able to just block bullets with his hands. I mean, all the all the stuff that the Superman, you know, category gives you. <clears throat> and Shazam's the same way. So, uh, when it's all said and done, there's this one guy that's in this lady's archaeology group who's actually a bad guy. And his whole quest is to get his hands on the crown and continue to release release hell on earth release <laughs> whatever that is and uh, in the process of this we get the justice society involved so we get to see the Hawkman who's just kind of an angry dude uh, not really I mean I, I don't know it's kind of cool to see the Hawkman on screen but He's, he's a little uh, a little too angry for me. Uh, anyways, the outfit looks great. Only problem is, is when he has his helmet on, it kind of makes him look a little cockeyed. Other than that, it's pretty awesome. And we get Dr. Strange, or Dr. Strange, <laughs> sorry about that, Dr. Fate, who is obviously a Dr. Strange idea. Which one came first? I don't know. I'm going to assume Dr. Strange was first. But Dr. Fate in this, is, which is uh, Pierce Bronson, right? Uh, good to see him back. Remington still himself playing this role, if you guys remember that show. That's what got him into the, the whole James Bond flicks later on. Uh, playing Dr. Fate, who can manipulate space and time and make you see things that aren't really there. All that kind of good stuff, right? Again, he's Dr. Strange. Except he's Dr. Fate pretty cool character, wears a cool outfit, cool helmet, there you go. And then we also get introduced into two new characters, if you want to call them that, Cyclone, a young lady that basically just makes a bunch of whirlwinds and flies around and, you know, makes wind go everywhere. Not that powerful, but, you know, you gotta have a team here. And then we also get, they call him Adam Smasher. Growing up as a kid, he was just the Adam to me. Uh, if you're familiar with Ant-Man, the Atom is kind of DC's version of that as well. Uh, in this movie, the Atom, all he really does is makes himself really big, right? So, now, as a kid, I remember him being able to make himself really small, too. So, very much more like Ant-Man. As a matter of fact, they even try to make him like Ant-Man in this movie because of his sense of humor, all that kind of stuff. Maybe they tried a little too hard with him. I'm still kind of glad to see him on the big screen because I always like the Atom. So uh, this team goes and tries to stop Black Atom. So the other one's Atom, A-T-O-M. I know I'm Southern, so they all sound the same. And uh, so you get the Justice Society going to stop Black Atom and put him back into a holding tank, a prison, because there's more to his backstory than, than you're led on to believe. So, you get a bunch of showdown of them trying to capture him. 
and stop him from becoming this force that he could be on Earth, which would not be a good thing. So there's your setup for that, right? So you got one guy that's protecting his people, but he's having to fight these superheroes that are there to stop him because there's a potential of him becoming too powerful and too evil. With that being said, they overlook the guy that's trying to get the crown, and when he does, he becomes basically the devil, and he starts unleashing hell on earth, so you got all these zombies coming up out in the streets, and you got all your local people being attacked by them, and the Justice Society are now fighting this devil because they did get Black Adam locked away but they're, but the only chance they have of defeating this devil is to release Black Adam and let him come take care of business and come help so there's your whole setup for that um, again I'm not going to ruin too much of it you need to check it out there's some good backstory here there's some great action scenes and again like I said, not a not a huge fan of The Rock, but I like this one. I thought it was pretty good. I like Shazam better just because of pacing and, and the humor and stuff. This one's got some definite moments, though, that makes it fun. So uh, the big thing here, though, is the after credit scene. I'm going to go ahead and reveal what it is, which basically you're getting a setup of the introduction of a new Superman movie, a Man of Steel Part 2 with uh, Cavill again playing Superman. Been a lot of discussion of what's going on there, but I even saw in some kind of interview where The Rock said the whole point of this was to get Superman to come back, make another movie, and who knows, maybe it'll eventually have the Black Adam and Superman face off. I wouldn't mind seeing Black Adam and Shazam face off. So who knows? Who knows where all this is going to lead? I think there's a lot of options on the table. But if you're a superhero fan, you like the Marvel stuff, if you like the DC stuff, if you just uh, like these kind of movies in general, I think you should check this one out. I, I think it's got some, some great stuff in it. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm, I'm going to give this a... Uh, I'll give it a 4 out of 5, if that means anything to you. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. With that being said, folks, that's it for this episode. We will check you later.